Hello. Hello. Welcome. I thought we weren't going to do another musical episode. It's not. But we also haven't introduced ourselves or the podcast in a while. I feel like... We haven't, but we're also 10 seconds in, so... That's fine. This is crime culture. <laughs> and that's Haley. And that's Caitlin. I am and indeed Caitlin. we're finally going to talk about it. We're talking it about... Abducted in plain sight. Ugh. You can't. You can't get away from it currently on also, any any social media. It's it's everything that we wanted the Bundy tapes to be, in terms of just fascinating, at times infuriating content. Yeah, content that we'd never heard before. We were content actually, that we'd never heard before. I absolutely agreed, and yes. there were no there were no tapes involved. No. Uh, no, there were tapes, and I will. No, talk but that's what, about I, them. what I'm saying is they didn't call it the abducted in plain sight tapes, and then had no. limited usage of said tapes. No, um, that is what I meant. Because I'm still, I'm still bitter. Yeah, that, that's well, just something I'm never going to get over. That's like that is like my worst part of 2019. I'm, I'm I know it's early. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go. That ahead was and say January it. 24th. Yeah, I know. Still, my worst part of 2019. That's actually really good because that means you hit rock bottom like month one. So there's oh only, no, I didn't say that I. Now. I didn't say that I hit rock bottom in month in month one. I hit rock bottom multiple times a month. Okay. That was not just as bad my as worst these people, part of though. Yeah, not as bad as these people. <laughs> and we were talking about it before we even recorded, Ooh. and then you yelled at me to stop talking because we needed to save it for the podcast. I did. I did indeed. I'm not sorry. You yelled at me. I know. For that, I am sorry. I did not mean to to do that to you. But anyway, what were we saying before we... It was a yell of love. So we were <laughs> talking about trying to convince our boyfriends to watch this because Elliot is not a fan of scary things and Michael is not a fan of, like, true crime from a he-doesn't-have-an-interest-in-it point of view. I know, I know, but I love him anyway. Yeah. Um. Regardless... Uh, but I got Elliot to watch, like, a little bit of it. I did I was not... Like, I had seen the documentary already, and like yes. we were talking about before we started recording, I went into it blind. Like I didn't read the description of it. I saw it was a true crime documentary. I was like, you know what? Here we go. I'm going to listen to yep. this. Um, Absolutely. And then I started watching it, and it gets to the point... I forget what point it was at. It, I don't really remember, but there was, like, one point that I was like, I, I am I being punked right you. now? <laughs> I think it was, yeah, like, maybe that is, 10, 12 minutes in. That's the entire documentary. No, but I, I honestly had to look it up to see if it was, like, uh, a mockumentary type thing, like, a fake thing. Like, there's yeah. no way this can be this crazy. It's like, it, I think I'm, I think I can call it, actually, I think I feel secure in calling it the Firefest of crimes yeah it's just it's a mess it, it's a mess from start to finish you're like how can these people be this stupid like there were so many warning signs it is firefest it, it is it is quite literally a firefest uh, i shouldn't say a firefest were a crime because it was it um was deeply. but uh, quite a crime but that being said if firefest were a like I don't even know how to. An abduction I don't even know how to and rape. An abduction, yes. Then yeah, that's what this would be. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's what. But this it's would fucking be. nuts. So I watched it a while ago, 
I it was fucking crazy before like everyone really started like really talking about it on social media and now mm. you can't like I'm a part of like different true crime Facebook groups and like a bunch of other things yep. so everyone's like have you watched abducted in plain sight and people said it like because y'all need to I know but people haven't. have been saying it for ever <laughs> like too long and it's at the point where like yes we've all seen it yep calm down we can talk about it but stop asking me if i've seen it yes i've seen it oh have we ever and here's the weird thing because i just watched it i just finished watching it mere moments ago uh for the second Mm -hmm. time and it came out in 2017 yeah and so people are only seeing it now because it was on netflix yeah people because that's nowadays that's how a lot of these things get seen there are actually uh, a bunch of really good, whether they're fully produced or they're uh, just fan-made, whatever, um, true crime documentaries and stuff on YouTube. I actually watch oh. a lot of stuff like that on YouTube. There's one channel. I will probably link it on the website if I can remember. But they do, like, serial killer documentaries. And I believe it's just this one dude doing all this research, getting all these pictures, all mm-hmm. this footage and everything and he makes his own little documentaries and stuff and they're actually very very good so Whoa. um yeah if you're into this type of thing go down a rabbit hole on youtube if you if finished you like everything rabbit holes yes if you finished everything on netflix just go on youtube and there's a wealth of options there oh that's good to know yeah see everybody everybody learns something on crime culture yeah but so I wrote some notes while I was watching this and I noticed that uh, I know they, they like tell the story and then they kind of go back and say like some yeah. of the history of this guy. But Jan goes missing seven minutes into this right. documentary and then the, like they go back and say like how he kind of like groomed her sort of and like and the parents, which is nuts. Yeah. But I was like, Wow. The action starts immediately. Oh, yeah, no. They, that, was, that was one thing. Like, I'm not... I Like, I like documentaries, but if I am looking to be captivated, I don't immediately think, okay, a documentary. Like, I see it as more of something to learn about. Yeah, I guess. This, this was something where quite literally I was just... It's not one of those documentaries where, like, you can scroll through Netflix the entire time and be like, whatever. Like, you are willing to put your phone down and be like, oh, my God, what is going on? Because it's just there is there is something weird or fucked up or both happening every single time. Like every couple of minutes, it's like, okay, yeah, now it's going to be okay. And then something really fucking weird happens. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we don't even have to say spoiler alert, because if you haven't seen it, then it's been out since 2017. It's been out since 2017. It's been on Netflix for a while and everyone's talking about it. There's memes all over the place. So many memes. So many memes. Love me a good meme. Obviously, this is like our not really review. I said it's title review yeah Yeah, it's just like we're just talking about it and how we felt about it but um another thing i had written down was that when jan first goes missing she's missing for two days already yep and 
they didn't want to call the police because they didn't want to upset Gail, which yeah. is this this abductor's wife. Yeah, it's very like I hate to say it. It it's just it's this family is very concerned about others when they need to be more concerned about themselves. No, and I would no, they <laughs> need to be more concerned about their daughter and not so concerned about themselves cuz I write later on that um what's it called? I don't even know where it is. But they uh they're so worried about their own uh secrets coming out because yeah. like the the dad uh, oh, jacked yeah, this guy off and then the the wife slept with him and it's fucking crazy and they didn't want uh their secrets to come out so they signed oh yeah that's what it was they signed the affidavit saying that they drop all the charges once uh they get jan back the first time because she goes missing twice so once she comes back yeah and all the shit that happened but once they get her back the first time they're like gonna press charges against them because fucking obviously but then uh the guy comes back and says, like, oh, you can't press charges because uh, I'll reveal all the weird sexual shit that I made you do in the first place. Right. And now they're like, oh, well, it would be so uh, embarrassing if this were to come out. So, yeah, we'll sign the affidavit. Not even thinking that your 12-year-old daughter was abducted for, what was it, like 45 days or something like that? Like, yeah, but not even just that, by, like, a man that you trusted, and rather than be like, I can never trust this person again, they're like, oh, well, maybe it was a one-off thing. Yeah, and they stayed (laughs) friends with him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, there was that one time where he, like, kidnapped our child, but other than that, he's he's a swell guy. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Um, and then, so they didn't want to upset Gail, so after two days, they didn't call the police. And then after five days, they finally, this was weird, too. They called the FBI, and then yeah. apparently the FBI office is closed? Which, yeah. I have a family member that worked for the FBI for a while, and I didn't think that was an office that closed. So- and. It oh, said, ahead. like, it said like uh, this office is closed if there's an emergency, call this number. And the mother, Marianne uh, Broberg, she's like, well, I didn't want to cause uh, any trouble, so I didn't... See, that's what I mean I when I say number. that they care too much about other people. I didn't want to cause any trouble. I didn't want to upset his wife. But I, I also didn't, I didn't want to upset my daughter when she is inevitably stockholmed within an inch of her life and decides that she loves this man. Like, yeah, I, it's like... But I think that's more of, I don't think it's so much that they don't want to inconvenience other people. I think it's they want to just protect their own image because they're in this small community that like they all go to the same church and all that type of shit. So if they started causing waves, yeah, if they started making waves and they'd be like, oh, look at the Brobergs, like what the fuck is going on in their house? So it's more of like protecting their image type thing, which is some white people bullshit. Like, um, yeah, and then the next thing I had to say was like, other people had to tell them that their daughter was abducted because it got to the point where like, uh, Birch told Bob Birch told was missing, and so was Jan. They were obviously missing together. They had found Birch told's car. That and they also said, it was process of elimination. Like, 
Yeah, because he, he like it's not like she just went missing. Like he took her to go yes, uh, horseback riding. Yes, that was it. Yeah. He took her to go to horseback riding. So they knew that they were together. Then they find Birchtold's car and uh the and then window they're was, camping. Yeah. <laughs> the window was broken from the inside, but it made it like obviously somebody had staged it so that it looked right. like the car was uh, broken into and they were kidnapped. But then they go to this um Birchtold's I guess like storage unit or like storage yeah, space yeah, where he had his his uh camper van. Yeah, it, it's like it's not like a storage unit in the traditional sense, but it is in terms of it's he, it's where he stores shit. <laughs> yeah, but they they find out that like his camper van is missing, so they're like, yeah, okay, well we found his car staged to look like a crime, and now this camper van is missing. So, I mean, I don't think I'm crazy in saying yeah, he took her. <laughs> yeah. I, so, not even just that, like, okay, what are the odds of this guy, like, knowing what these people knew about him, Yeah. what are the odds of this guy taking her versus somebody else taking her? Yeah, somebody her when random he was, that they didn't yes, know. Yes, when he was with her, confirmed to be with her. Yeah. So then they, uh, they they go to their church or whatever, and then they, like, people yeah. have go found out what's going on. Go to the church, don't go to the police. No, God they go to forbid. their church, and then, and then uh, they're like, she's been abducted. Like, this girl's been, like, missing. It's over five days at this point. And they're like, you gotta <laughs> put in the effort. Like, what is the... What is the conversation at the dinner table? See, like, and that's the thing, because this whole situation, the reason why it's so fucked up is because it very quickly, very easily could have just been fixed and done away with had this family not, I I don't even know what they were thinking. I don't really, I don't really understand why they were so like they they were being head asses, okay? Yeah, and I know they, it was a different time. It was like the seventies or whatever. But like, <laughs> you're st- like parents have been parents for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes, that, like, that long never changes. That, like yes, like no matter what era it is, parents are still gonna be uh, really into what their kids are doing if they're good parents. Like yes, uh, last week or something at some point. Uh, I usually go by my mom in the morning on my way to work, and this one day I didn't, and she texted me, and I didn't hear my phone once I was in my office, like, at work, um, so then she calls my office number, and she's Aww. like, I just wanted to make sure you were alive, and I was like, what really? love. <laughs> like, I had, I wasn't missing, uh, she just hadn't seen me that morning and hadn't, uh, and I hadn't responded to a text. I, I would love see your mom. her. I usually see her at like eight fifteen in the morning, and this was maybe ten thirty. So I was unaccounted for for hours, and <laughs> my by mom your mom's standards, felt that she needed to call my office number and make sure that I was there. What a precious and, angel! And for and those wondering, Haley's office number is five five five. Don't don't call my office because <laughs> I don't want to call her office. I don't want to answer. Um. But anyway, like, yeah, that's what a parent does. If your child does the same thing all the time and they're unaccounted for, then you're going to do whatever you can to find them. My dad would be knocking down doors if uh, 
if I went with somebody Don't. and then they I, like I was unaccounted for like that's the next lead you go to is that person's house like why did this guy's wife not know where she was where he was right like it's no. crazy and the fact that these people are like just going about their lives like oh going well to work, don't you know but feeding their other kids that's what like, reminds me so also this wasn't normal behavior in the sense that another high profile this i wouldn't call this a high profile case because they did so much to like try to put a put like a damper on it yeah. Um, but Eaton Pats also went missing in the 1970s, and you didn't see his parents being like, oh, well, okay, I guess. Like, yeah, well, there's parents that were fight like tooth and nail to find out where their kids are. Yes, it, it makes, but I'm saying, especially like, you can't even say like that's the era where people are more laissez faire and there's that whole concept of latchkey kids and everything. It, it's, it's beyond that. It's so, it's so yeah. much, it's so beyond that. And it just, oh, oh. Yeah, it's infuriating. That was like one of the first moments that I was like, bitch, find out where your kid is. The fact that she didn't come home that night and nobody like, was really concerned. Yes. Like, I mean. She's 12. I, I, like, I just, I'm like, this entire case had me just dumbfounded throughout and i mean i I think that's a general consensus yes because there are so many things that are so avoidable like to the point where even like the when the parents are helping facilitate this guy's intentions not not even just the parents relationships with him the fact that he had an affair with mom and dad at at the same time yeah while 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 he was also sleeping with their daughter yeah yeah i was gonna say well trying to get it in with their daughter but, um, like, what was the bullshit thing that, he, like, he apparently went to some psychologist or whatever, and they said, like, to get over past trauma of him being raped as a child, uh, oh, he yeah. had to sleep in the same bed as Jan? Yeah, and that's, that's fucking, I, like, I'm not a parent, but I could smell that bullshit from a mile away. Yeah. Like, and also, on. why don't you find if a different kid? If you are kid? that stupid, you should not have children, period. No, and he had five children. Yeah, I know, but somehow only one of them managed to go missing multiple times. No, 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 times. no, I no, don't no. Know how. Uh, Birch oh. told the 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 abductor, the rapist guy. I'm he saying had, I don't know how the parents, other kids. I don't know how Jan's siblings didn't go fucking yeah, missing there, either. There are two siblings, two yeah, sisters, two sisters. Yeah, but well, like, I don't know how they didn't she, manage to go missing either. Because I guess they said it like kind of in passing in the documentary, but they said like Jan fit the profile of what he was looking for. Like she was 12, but she was very young looking for her age she looked like about eight and she wouldn't go through puberty for a while so like he was trying to find somebody that was very very young but yeah also could uh do what he said and obviously like one of the questions i wrote down was do you think it was stockholm syndrome or just a matter of a kid being scared into doing what an adult that they trust says normally i would say the latter however she was writing love letters to this man. She was yeah. saying that she wanted to be with him to her parents to the point where she pitched a fit and convinced her mother to buy her a plane ticket to go out to see him when she was 13 yeah. years old. Which is another um, thing. Which is, because, a, which is a whole fucked up thing in general because it's like... So he bought a like an amusement uh, camp or something. Yes, like some, yes. some type of amusement some, like some, park. Yeah, like a Playland type of thing for our yeah, East yeah, Coast yeah. American so, listeners. 
how was a convicted uh, kidnapper allowed to buy an amusement park playland Well, because don't thing? you know, it was all such a big misunderstanding. And truly, he's a nice guy. Well, but I mean, he's was, just been, he was, he was molested in the past. And so you just, you got to give him a bit of a, and we don't want to cause any trouble on top of that. And I mean, and the next thing I know is dicks in crazy. my hand and I'm just, I'm just relieving him because that's what old buddy old pals do, don't you know? it's just fucking annoying but this was after it's it's infuriating it was after they had signed the affidavit saying that they weren't going to press charges but i think the states like i didn't really understand that part but i think the states still press charges and he spent like 45 days in in uh, jail or whatever in, in in holding or whatever you want to call it yeah but still that was 45 days and it was in the newspapers and stuff so there was a paper trail on this guy and he was still allowed to like cuz some open people can just playland some people though can can fall through the cracks like that like how many criminals do we talk about have we talked about who have done similar things and they've had rap sheets a mile long but they still get away with certain things like this yeah, the fucking 70s. I can see man. how I can yeah, I can see like see that's the type of laissez faire we're talking about with the 70s, but it's not the oh well, this man that I was having an affair with is attracted to my daughter and I'm going to let him take her. And the and fact I'm going to like, let them continue to have a relationship after we get him to bring her back. The the mother Marianne, like they interview her talking about like the relationship that she had with birch told and like she's smiling through it and i'm like bitch yeah <laughs> this guy abduct- abducted your daughter he took your baby her. yeah he took your baby and you're like still like giddy over this guy like what the i just fuck? i still get the butterflies don't you know i was fucking dumbfounded it's, and every single person in the documentary even the guy's brother who was the fucking comic relief of this of yes. this documentary said like the guy's sketchy yeah everyone everybody said he's knew he was sketchy and they still were like oh but mm, well like why are you giving this guy a pass what did he like obviously like, he has that shit against you saying that it like, genuinely it defies logic it really does like there are so many times where, like, it's it, you want an explanation so badly. You'd love to be inside these people's heads, wondering, w- knowing what they're thinking and everything, because it's just it it defies all logic. It's like a fucking Tommy Wiseau film. It just yeah. it makes no sense, and you don't know, like there. It, it's you know how they say the truth is stranger than fiction. This genuinely. Yeah, it, and like if I didn't have these people standing in front of me saying this is the story and it is the truth, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, and it's like, um, what was I just gonna say? God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, anyway, I'll just go on to my next point. Um, okay. Oh what yeah, she was going to say. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, when he comes to to the house the, the uh, first time, he comes to the house and he's going to take her horseback riding. Uh, this is right before her uh, first abduction. Uh, he's giving her pills that, like, they say is for her allergies. I guess she was allergic to horses. Then why is she going also, horseback riding? Also, 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 
Why does he have allergy pills for her? Even See, if that is that's, the case. That's my exact point. Why is someone other than your parent giving you pills? Like, I just, I, like, she's 12, is, so I guess that makes sense. Like, okay, like. No, it doesn't make sense. She's 12. She's 12, but I've met some pretty stupid 12 year olds in my time. Like, my dad used to call it like because i wasn't like a stupid 12 year old but i also was not like everyone's stupid when they're 12. everybody yeah everybody's stupid when they're 12 um my dad used to call it or still calls it but we've all since aged out teenage brain where like you're all there you're you're smart you're fine but some things just don't fucking compute. And that's what I'm trying to say is normal for a 12-year-old. It's not normal for a 40-something-year-old couple yeah, who have who has children. Yes, who have experienced all of this. Yeah, and that's, and, the, that's the other thing with the whole... Um, the whole when the, when Jan comes back and she has, like, obviously the Stockholm Syndrome, but she is doing it because she was like brainwashed on this trip. She was told yes. um, that there's aliens and that she's supposed to have a child that's going to save the aliens or whatever. And there's so many times where she was. comes so close to telling people about this story too. And then she's like, no, I better not. Like even when she's 16 and she's like, See, I, and then I was the like thing. ready to tell them. And then I was she, like, no, I better not. She was abducted and given this story at 12 years old. The poor girl can't even enjoy her 16th birthday because she was told if she doesn't have this child by the age of 16 then her whole family is gonna die her yeah. sister's gonna go blind her other sister's gonna be taken blah blah blah, it blah, would blah. Have, she would have been saved so much stress and anxiety and heartache but yeah. she wasn't she like it it truly it's it's a testament to the type of psychological just torture and just the fact that he was able to have such a hold on her yeah and with like kind of like a lame story too yeah like i mean like it's again, enough it's for a like story. a 12 year old to believe but like and that's where i was gonna go with that because it's like it's a story that you'll believe as a kid but it must have been ingrained in her head for yeah. her to continue to believe that sort of thing. Like, in it, not, I'm not trying to be offensive when I say this. It's similar to like religion, for example. Mm -hmm. um, when you're told all your life, like, yeah, in the beginning, Adam and Eve, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like people who are not believers in evolution. Yeah. Cause you're, you're told 24 seven, okay, God created man, God created animals and the world and everything. Evolution has nothing to do with it. God snapped his fingers on whatever day it was and human beings existed. Yeah. This is like a very fucked up version of that. But also, uh, I think she she touches on it in the documentary a little bit, but I uh, watched some other interviews with her. But she had said that the story that she was given through these this little uh, recording device, that um, the, the story of the aliens, that they're are um these aliens and her father is not her father she's half alien right um and she's supposed to have this child that's going to save the alien race and she's like it was so close to the story that i would hear every year on christmas it's like yeah uh, mary is the uh mother right. of jesus and joseph is not um 
is not Jesus's father. It's the child of God. And Jesus was meant for a higher purpose. That's what Mm -hmm. my child is supposed to be meant for. She's like, it was so close to the story that I had heard all the time that especially I believed in in a second. Yes. Where your disbelief is relatively non-existent. Yeah. And if an adult is going to tell you, like, when she comes out of that uh, back room in the camper and she sees this man who she thinks is, like, as a second father, she's going to believe anything that he says. And he's going along with this story. She's like, yeah. He's affirming everything that she had already heard. So yeah. he is... She's and he's like, her okay. only point of reference. Yeah. And she's like, this is all true. Like, this is this has to happen now. And that is the crazy level of manipulation of somebody who is so sick that uh, they need to do this to somebody. Like when this when this documentary first went on our radars, it was around the time that we were watching and reviewing the Bundy tapes. And I, I mean, I, I had seen you, it. I had seen it before that, but like I, we, I know, I'm saying it was around the time that it ended up on our radar, though. Yeah. I but I remember saying to you like. Ted Bundy did awful things and he was super manipulative and he killed a lot of people and he ruined a lot of lives. But this dude is he like, I would even go so far as to say that he surpasses Bundy in terms of being a master manipulator. Like, yeah, his body count non-existent, but look at how he was able he he was like a parasite. He was just able to And he to wasn't like, just manipulating Jan. He manipulated her entire family. Her entire family. And his family, like his wife was defending him and their whole uh congregation of their church. Yeah. Because when he came back, everyone the was patting him on the back. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, saying like, "Oh, we didn't believe it. Like, we know you're innocent." Yeah. Like, what? Like it it, it it truly, I mean, I've said this, I've said this a million times already. It defies logic. Like there are so many times where it's like, it's like when you, you know how something should go and there's no rhyme or reason, but it goes the complete opposite way. Yeah. Like, okay, their daughter was taken and then they called the police and she was found and they never spoke to him again. The end or better yet. Their daughter said that she wanted to fly out to see him when she was 13 years old and he was umpteen years old. Yeah, in his 40s. Yes. And her parents said no, and that was that. The end. Like, there were, or, or Robert Birch told is sitting next to you and saying, hey, jack me off, maybe, perhaps? And you say no. Nah, bud. You say, I love my wife. And you open up the door and kind of just boot him out the car. And the end, that is done. Or Robert says, hey, can I maybe sleep in your daughter's bed and give her a little snug? And you say, no, like a normal fucking human being. I'll give her pills that you haven't authorized and all this shit. Yes. It's fucking crazy. It's it's like this dude could have run a cult and he could have done it easily. Like, like, I, I can't even... I, one day we're going to know because I think it's beyond being a sociopath what what he had going on mm-hmm. one one day we're gonna find out what that's called I don't know what it is now but I think it goes well beyond just being your typical sociopath I think that yeah and it it would be easy was, to say that he had like a god complex that he needed to he needed to be it um 
kind of this overarching and, yeah. figure for every single person that he came in contact with. But he didn't try to to create like create his it own goes congregation. So much further, right. Like he only wanted to overpower this family to get to this and one also, child. Just like essentially this random family it wasn't like it like yes he was friends with them but you know what i mean like it wasn't like he could have picked any family he, he yeah, happened to be ne- living ne- next to these people he happened to like be able to sink his hooks into this family like, yeah but also like at the end um once they uh get to the part where jan and her mother um, kind of wrote well i think it was actually her mom's book yes it's called stolen innocence and th- maybe it's, that's why she didn't call the cops because she was like you know what i could get a book deal perfect out for of the this. book you know but, um, you know who would love to put this on her reading list fucking oprah probably yes. she loves that shit she does but, love that shit i love um, that shit so she she wrote this book and then um her and jan went on this uh speaking tour to kind of like bring awareness to what happened and everything like that. And um, in doing that and getting this story out there, I think they found it was like six other girls that he had done this to. Yes. So he was... I I mean, like, he didn't get that far with everybody else, though. I don't know, because I I haven't heard the other stories of what had happened, but he definitely did engage in uh, activity with these other girls. But I don't know the extent of their stories. But... yeah. It's like he has like a process of what he does, like grooming this person like, to get them say, to trust him. I was going to say almost like a serial killer, like a serial pedophile. Yeah. I guess is what you would call it. And if he had been, uh, if he had been able to do this to more people, like serial killers escalate. Yeah, like we have learned that in different research. Every every so, sample ever. Yeah. So who knows if he would have gotten to the point where he just would have killed one of them? Yeah. Because maybe if they maybe at if that they point, what do you do? Questioning that alien story in his presence. Yeah, how could he let them go back and make accusations? Would yeah. he have to just kill them? We don't know because he killed himself. Yeah, as he rightly should have because he had said that um, he couldn't bear to spend one day in jail or in prison or whatever. I don't it think was. he would have survived one day in jail. Yeah, so he took all the pills that he had and killed himself and you know what if you can't face uh justice then fuck you (laughs) yeah like Um, just yeah but that's also a huge blow to the victims because they don't get to see justice it's like the same thing that happened with um ariel castro yeah uh not that long ago he had those three women for years and years and years in his house and they went through the whole trial and i think it was like it was very soon after he went to jail that he killed himself yeah like he was supposed to serve life like he was sentenced to like 900 years or something crazy like that like when you know when they sentenced people to something crazy but like he was supposed to be in jail for like the rest of his life and he just fucking couldn't take it it's like you couldn't take being in jail for a year meanwhile these strong-ass women stayed in your hellhole for like 11 years stayed in your fucking shed yeah for like oh it just goes to show women are stronger than men but and it also not to get political but also that's kind of why 
like I can understand the no death penalty argument because if these people are looking for an out because jail is so unbearable because you're essentially sitting there just like it's it's like glorified timeout. Like, let's be real, except there's no fearing for your life when you're five years old and sent to your room. Mm-hmm. But I can understand like because people can see it as just giving them an out by executing them. Yes, it, like inherently we fear death. We we are not those who are mentally healthy and so on and so forth are not sitting there like nobody looks forward to the day that they die or that their loved ones mm-hmm. die. And therefore like I can see how people would be like, "Oh, the death penalty, like that doesn't that that doesn't work because yeah, they're not getting like they die and then that's it they don't get any like especially for those who don't believe in a higher power like they're like okay well what am i gonna get out of this deal yeah okay they're gone they don't have to suffer anymore i have to suffer for the rest of my life hmm let's let's weigh this let's weigh these options yeah but then there's also the people that are like it's finally over like i don't even have to worry about it anymore like this person is don't want to have to think about it yeah, this person is never getting out. I will never have to see them again. It's over. It's done. Like, I can understand that for victims. And honestly, I mean, we're not going to get into whole death right. penalty Yeah, we're not getting into that, I promise. That's uh, that's way too long of an argument. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, it should kind of be up for the to the victims. Like, yeah. If it's something you didn't go through, then... Uh, how yeah. do you have the right to say what should happen to a person? Right. And, but, anyway. but I mean, but it, on that same, in that same vein, like you were saying, where they don't have to think about it again anymore. In the case of the Brobergs and Roger and Robert, they also weren't at risk of getting like sucked back in by him. Yeah. Like in, in that particular case, it's not just like, yeah, he killed himself good, like blah, 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 because he had it coming. It's also like these people were towing the line (laughs) yeah but he was also like like once um uh jan and her mother were on this speaking tour and like this like book release and everything like that he was stalking her yeah and like they had to get a restraining order and all that and then which um, they should have gotten a long time ago but that's okay that's fine 12 we're not gonna blame you as the victim that's fine we will blame your parents yeah never blame (laughs) the poor girl she was 12 she had nothing to do with this she parents on the other hand no she saw this person that she trusted and uh she was a child and when you see an adult that you trust like you cling to them and then she was fed this story and she wholeheartedly believed it and it was affirmed by somebody that she trusted. So right. yeah, she went along with it. Her parents are fucking stupid. Yeah. For allowing this to happen in the first place. Like there are and some people who should not be children. I mean, should not have children. <laughs> should not be children. Born an adult, born in no. your forties. Who should have been aborted. And um those are her parents. No. Um no, there are some people who should not have children solely because look at how irresponsible these adults are being regarding a life. Like, they're, this is their child's life that they're just, they're so concerned, like you were saying, but, like, they're so concerned about, like, what everybody else might think and how they yeah. might look and, like, how other people might be affected that, what if, like, their child and their other children's 
lives and psyches like they're going to be permanently and forever yeah, like affected Jen's, Jen's by si- this. poor siblings had their childhoods totally uprooted by everything that had happened but yeah. also like listen like the parents are at some point victims too because of oh yeah they were the also manipulated they yeah they, and they... you never you never know uh the manipulation and like everything that led up to it it's not like they just met uh birch told and then he abducted their child like they were friends right. for years and stuff and like yeah i'm shitting on the parents a little bit because the documentary just made it's, me piss just, you're but dumb. also you're dumb. the phrase the phrase do not mock a pain you have never endured i've never true, been manipulated true. by somebody like that so obviously i do not know what it is like and yeah. they made this documentary to kind of bring awareness to this terrible situation that they went through and right. yes they owned up to it how hard must it have been for uh like that guy that to say all the stuff that had happened yeah i was gonna say watching jan's dad just struggle with all of that yeah, like admit, on, like on a, screen a religious man admitting that he jacked a guy off in a car right this who, guy that who had, was not his wife who was Obvi- not his obvi- wife obviously but, but had slept with his wife and also his daughter Yes, though he didn't know, I don't think, at that point. No, I don't think... And I think it, it started as, like, Birchtold and uh, Marianne Bromberg. They were, like... They, like, made out a couple times, maybe. Yes, it started it out very... A, it started out very, like, high school. Yeah, which is weird. Like, like he treated her almost like he was treating his, vic- his like, child victims. Yeah, it's Does like he was sense? grooming another victim. It was yeah. very weird. Yes, it's just... Um, but one of the other notes also, that I had... So, I'm sorry, not to be that person. He was so gross. Like, I don't understand from that point He had serial killer glasses. He had serial killer everything. Do you really think that comb over was real? No, it was weird. His, his, his... The sides of his hair were a completely different color and texture from the top <laughs> of his hair. He, he made Donald Trump... sideburns. He makes Donald Trump look like he's got fucking Fabio hair. Like, this dude... Like, it's a piece. Let me just say, it's a fucking piece. And it's probably made from the hair of his victims. But he just... It, it's I mean, allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. It's allegedly <laughs> made from the hair of his victims. Uh, but I had, like, two other notes that I've written down while I watched it. And one of them was uh, at the point where Jan is in Jackson Hole where he has this amusement um like this summer fun amusement place and yes, she's yes, yes. like going to work there for like two weeks over the summer and they stay in the same motorhome creepy like a married yeah. couple which they had like when he abducted her they went to mexico and got married and he said like oh i'm not gonna come back to the united states unless you let me marry your daughter and they were like fuck no which i was like finally they're yeah it's being like responsible okay well at least we know thing. there's a line somewhere right and that's, so that's their line you can fuck our daughter you can like kidnap our daughter but you can't marry her no 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 Yeah, but they also didn't know that she had been sexually abused because he was creepily so gentle and uh when she went to the doctor the doctor said that there was no evidence of sexual trauma and she didn't say anything because yeah. she believed that this lie that she was fed um right that she couldn't say anything so it's a lot of weight to have on your shoulders as like at a, 12 a, a, yeah yeah but um anyway so when she's in jackson hole there's um they play some recordings of her talking to him just like not about anything weird 
sexual or anything like that but like at one point he's like uh let's talk about something what should we talk about and she goes checkers she is literally like 13 years old she sounds like she's seven it is so disturbing to hear her voice she sounds like a child like a little little child and he's a weird older man (laughs) and they're living in at, at one point he says like um he says something about like when he woke up and like he had to like put the blanket over her or something because she was like shivering or like shifting around i was like oh my god they slept in the same bed it's so creepy it's so creepy and he's just talking about it like like it's his wife yeah like it's completely normal it's so that's the i think that is the most disturbing part of the entire documentary it was so creepy right and he wasn't trying to hide it no and like why and also but why was he taking those recordings super creepy super creepy i hated it yeah no the whole thing and like it just ugh. like and then the one ugh. last note that i wrote down was uh towards the end where jan turned 16 she finds out the whole thing was a lie because like nothing happened to her parents like she was yeah. told was going to by these aliens um, she's 16 in a day and everything's fine yeah so she finally like all the weight is like off her shoulders like she's like i don't have to keep up this lie anymore so she confesses to what has happened but yep. they had mentioned that um the parents did not want to know details about what happened because they couldn't take it now that really pisses that's me too off. fucking bad because your child went through this you should know everything that is happened like i'm sorry yeah. you don't think you could take it but she couldn't take it while she was going through it exactly so, and also you're adults like yeah. if you can't take it imagine how a child must be feeling yeah so man up woman up woman up yep parent up for your Girl child a pair of ovaries yeah parent up for your child and tell them that they they can tell you anything that had happened to them you want to uh, alleviate them of all the stress that had happened uh if you can't talk to them find them a psychologist or a person to talk to that they can talk to but if they need to tell you what happened to them you need to listen to it mm-hmm. if they're gonna admit to something that it's been going on since they were 12 and they're now 16 listen to it because that's right. fucking bullshit that yeah. is the one thing that i will be shameful of them for because 100 percent. no i agree with you like you don't do that to your kid no like it 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 just again some people shouldn't be parents like you need to be able to fragile to to hear about and terrible thing that it's just it's selfish it's really and like that's basically what a lot of their motivations were throughout this entire situation was out of selfishness yeah and i just uh, anyway it's 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 it was an infuriating documentary it is that's exactly the word i was just thinking it's it's infuriating it's so mm, like but it also makes you want to like know more about it oh yeah no well apparently so the director of the documentary and her name is sky i want to get her last name right so i'm trying to see borgman um Mm -hmm. She actually alluded to there might be a sequel um, between how well this was received and also because initially uh, B's family did not want to have anything to do with it besides the brother. Like, they all refused to give interviews. And now I guess they're slightly more interested and there's things that weren't included in the documentary. Yeah. 
Um, and there, there are things that weren't included in the documentary, like, on both sides, that there's potential for it to be, like, included An expansion now. of the story. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing, though, Bob Broberg will not be in it because he died last year. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. That's so sad. He did. Yeah. Um, but then after he died, like, I guess people were asking the mom, Marianne, if she had ever known if he carried on the relationship with B beyond that one time in the car. Ooh, okay. She didn't know. She didn't know if she said she said, I don't know. We never really like talked about it. Uh yeah. Sips tea. I can understand that. Yeah. Like and also the fact that it's bad enough that your spouse has like cheated on you with someone else, but also the fact that like two spouses cheated on each other with the same person. Right. (laughs) Like what the fuck? This is like some general hospital shit. This right? is some like nuts. gross daytime TV shit that you watch when you're three years old and sick at home eating chicken noodle soup. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's some Maury shit. Even Maury, I think, would be like, mm, <laughs> that's too fucked up for me. Though, though Jan Broberg was on Doctor Phil. I did. I I watched that interview. Yeah, that was that was something. That that's was something crazy, indeed. Man. She's actually done like a couple things because I didn't know She's this an until yeah I didn't know this until literally this week she she is an actress and she you have seen her in things yeah she was in Criminal Minds she was on Criminal Minds she was on there's a show that's on Netflix that I really like called I'm Sorry and it's okay. about it's about a female comedy writer and like I just love the whole the whole thing about it. Um, but she's been on multiple episodes of I'm Sorry but she it, she was also in Iron Man. Three? Iron Man 3, yeah, right? Yeah. And she was in Everwood, too. Yeah, she, show was, from the she early was a 2000. recurring character in Everwood. Yeah. Like, she's done, like, a couple things, like, here and there. She's made, she made a movie with Elijah Wood. Like, yeah. she's, she's done shit. She has done shit. And she has like, a son. She has a son, yes. She's also, mom. she's also done literal shit. But, <laughs> like, just, it, and also, that's awesome that she was able to, like, not let this define her and actually have a yeah have a life yeah and was able to be uh someone kind of in the same vein as like elizabeth smart who then goes on to be an advocate for people who went through the yeah who went through the same thing or trying to bring awareness of something so crazy that like it's not crazy because of the children that go missing I don't remember what the percentage was, but there's a huge percent of them yeah. that is people that they know. That's the people that are, it's are like kidnapping when, when these they people. It's like get murdered, and it's always the husband. It's frequently, it's whenever something bad happens, that's why one of the first things that the police and Detective Olivia Benson look towards are the people around them, the family members, yeah. the coworkers, the friends. And that's why yeah, it's so like often say, SVU ends in, and it was the insert, like, familiar person here dun dun yeah it's like they say if you hear uh hooves in central park you think horses and not zebras right you're not immediately going to jump from a to z you're going to go to a to b so a was killed who's b b is the husband yep like that's the first person you look at like why would you jump to uh someone you just pick up randomly on the street and be like this is our main suspect but why (laughs) it's motive Ugh. But like, oh. Anyway, he needed to be stopped a long time before he actually was, and 
Yeah, and the fact that he went on, I don't know if it was before or after, but he did uh, abuse six other uh, women when they were children, and that's fucked up. So, yeah, he should have been stopped. Yeah. Like, so many times. Like, I think that's what everybody finds so infuriating about it, is that... It went on for too long. It went on for so long, and it, it's almost like it. it's very... Like, there's a straight beginning and end that should have happened, and there were all these detours that were taken. Yeah. And it's not as linear as it should have been and as it would have been in pretty much any other case. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's what sets this one apart, because children, as awful as it is, children are abducted. Children are preyed upon every day. All day, Mm -hmm. every day. Um, There are literal... People are making money off of it. Yeah. The fact that this story stands out is because there were so many cases in which something very easily could have been done and it had nothing to do with the era. It had nothing to do with the environment that like it was she wasn't a latchkey kid and it wasn't the 70s and things were wacky. Her parents weren't like sitting there smoking weed and doing nothing like they were your general run of the mill like. Yeah, he were he was like Family. a florist. She was a I think she was a stay at home mom. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it it's very it's very much a like this thing could happen to you type of situation because it was just a typical family like an all American, just working class, hardworking, simple family, and this could have been stopped yeah. so many times in so many ways, and. I think it's just hard for normal, not normal in like the. I mean, hindsight is also twenty twenty. Hindsight like, it's is twenty twenty. It's but... easy to look back because, like, it's easy to look back and everyone's like, "Well, he was weird." Yeah, but did you think he was weird at the time? Did you think he was weird and not say anything? I mean, because that's even worse. But at worse. the same time, yes. But where what I'm really thinking of, for example, is when he wanted to climb into bed with, with Jan. Yeah. And. I, I, it just, there are so many cases where, like that where it's very obvious. It, it's not a case of, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Anybody of sound yeah, mind also, knows what they would know, do in that situation. I don't, I also don't know if this is like a huge leap, but this was the 70s and uh, he said he went to a, a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist or something like that. And this was going to be part of his um, therapy is is sleeping in the same bed as her. And I don't know if it was because no one really talked about mental health in the 70s. So I don't know if they heard uh, this is part of my therapy, like diagnosed to me by a doctor. And everyone was like, well, well I don't understand a mental health problems. So if you say that's what it is, I also don't want to talk about it anymore because no one really wanted to talk about mental health then i can see that but at the same time i think that would also that situation would fall under okay well that's fine but that's not going to be it's not going to be my kid if you need to crawl into bed with another kid that's fine but it's not going to be mine yeah like for example when i was younger like i'm sure pretty much every kid has this dream but i like i've wanted to be an actor since i was young and they would have national casting calls where they would go like because i lived very close to new york 
they would go into the city for like a day or they would go into like Westchester or like like Connecticut or yeah, Boston for somewhere a day. that you could get to qu- somewhere quickly. that I could get to and my mom would always say to me because I would want to go and see and like shoot my shot and she would be like that's fine if they're looking for kids but it's not going to be my kid like yeah. it, it's th- and that's a different situation and I understand that but it's like what I'm trying to like infer is parents have said no for less yeah like and the fact that uh, she was just kind of allowed to go to Jackson Hole, like the the dad said absolutely not, and then the mom just bought her a ticket. It's like yes, the lack of communication. Also, the fact that you're trying to make your marriage work after cheating on each other with the same dude, and then you're just gonna blatantly turn around and like and buy your daughter a ticket to see that. Yeah, dude. without <laughs> discussing it with your husband, who is clearly against it. Like I, but trust me, I'm not one of those like doe-eyed Bambies who's like always defer to your husband no matter what in every situation. But at the same time, A, he but was right, a, but B, it's something you need to discuss. If it's about your child, yes, you need to defer, like, at least discuss with your partner, because this is yes. both of your child. It's not like you want to go and see this dude. It's your child. Exactly. Like, and again, I'm not saying defer, but I am saying you need to both come together Converse. and come to an agreement. Yes, yeah. there needs there needs to be a dialogue. And the dialogue should not fucking end in, okay, let's buy our underage child a ticket across multiple states to also because it's not just about like you're sending her to her abuser like Mm -hmm. basically wrapped up in a bow but also who's to say something bad couldn't have happened while she was going there like traveling by herself yes like she could have gotten snatched in either airport or she could have gotten like abused on the plane like she's clearly vulnerable yeah not just because she's a child but because she's got this whole like hang up with this dude yeah and it's uh, and that's why i think it was like a mental health uh um yeah scare like th- they were scared of mental health because when she was abducted and came home the first time they clearly said like this isn't the same jan that left yeah. on this trip yet they didn't try do to anything get her about it mental health help and they didn't ask her hey honey you seem kind of fucked yeah, up, like just, a child she, who's just been kidnapped. What's going on? Yeah, she shut down. You let her go right back to school and everything without, like, doing a mental health check. Like, I don't know. It just... We just keep going around in circles like, with for how real, but that's how this is. is. But also, that's how this is. That's how this case is. I know. It's... Oh, it's like a fucking teacup ride. Yeah, it's annoying. It's a mess. It's a whole hot mess. Like, I mean, like, they make Farrah Abraham look like a good parent. Oh, God. I know. But it's true, <laughs> ain't it? Like, uh, some people just, they should not breathe. Breed. Breed. I meant breed. I meant some breed. Some people shouldn't breathe either. Some people shouldn't breed either. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 stop it there I think, because I think you that's can't speak anymore. I think that's our cue. I'm so mad anyway, I can't speak now. Uh, yeah. So if there's something else infuriating about the documentary that we didn't even get to, which is possible because it was there was there's a lot a happening lot. there. Yeah, there's a uh, lot. Drop us a line on any of our social media or our email, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Yeah. 
and the website crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com has the links to all of our social media and patreon yes we and, have uh, patreon please go please look please donate browse browse at your leisure feel for those who played animal crossing when they were little feel free to browse but try not to carouse <laughs> we have uh <laughs> we have cool benefits starting from a dollar yeah that you can donate and uh yeah that's go do not that. saying that if you can donate more than a dollar at bill gates jeff yeah. bezos we hear that you're looking for a new woman to spend money on why not two women yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Whatever. We're here. Uh, We're yeah, ready to so party. Get in contact with us somehow. Yeah. And uh, talk to us. Yeah. Let us know what's, what's going on. Let us know, like, what's going on in your life. Yeah. Just If you need parenting advice, dear, dear Haley and Caitlin, there's this dude you're that lives- We know you're in your mid-20s, but how do you But parent? there's this dude, yeah, there's this dude that lives next to me, and he wants to sleep in bed with my kid and give her quote-unquote allergy pills and groom her to be his bride, and he's already kind of married her, but, like, what should <laughs> we do? No. Also- Finger guns away. Also, he wants me to jack him off slash have sex with him, depending on my gender. He needs relief. He needs relief. He needs a release. That's what um, I said. It's just, oh god. Anyway, yeah. Uh, website, email, Patreon, all there. Social media, uh, all the things. And we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. E. E. Do you have a thing for Sasquatch? Have you or a loved one been abducted by aliens? Do you feel that your swimming pool has a kraken infestation? We believe you. My name's Daniela. And I'm Katie. Listen to It's Real, I Swear, a podcast about urban legends and mysteries of our world and the next. You can find us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, and any other podcast platform. Releasing episodes every Thursday. 